This is Open Encounters. Hear the voices of the people who have crossed the Mediterranean Sea. Now they're on their next journey of settling their lives in Italy and beyond. Their voices on Open Encounters from migrants of the Mediterranean. Hello and welcome to episode two of Open Encounters. Okay, patience. I want to talk about patience. Some of you will already know this because you've been following along for a while, but the work of migrants of the Mediterranean, as well as this extension of it, the podcast, has been done so far by me traveling on a passport from New York City, where I'm recording right now actually, to Italy. And that's where I spent extended stretches of time um, and until my allotted 90 days in the EU are up. So there's a little bit of math be- behind that 90-day time frame. But suffice it to say that as the work developed here, it became a lifestyle of roughly three months in, three months on in Italy, then three months writing, strategizing remotely from New York. Then I'd return again to Italy when the funds and the timing got re-upped and then start over again. So what does this have to do with patience? Okay, well, there is an inherent amount of it required when your life is interrupted across an ocean as well as this vast cultural border too. Um, And each one of those return trips I made was a lesson in patience. Um, To know that I would return again in time, but in the meantime, I had to be exactly where I was to take the next steps before heading back. It was just the reality, so you have to have patience with this. But this summer, since my return from Rome in May 2019, um, has been a new test. This one's a little bit different this time because I made a decisive move now. So I'm trying to break out of this pattern of three months on, three months off, this cycle. So I surrendered my passport to the Italian consulate here in New York City, uh, hoping to receive a journalist visa that's going to allow me to stay in Italy for uh, a a period of time in Italy that's uninterrupted, basically. And this is going to allow me to keep going with the work of migrants of the Mediterranean and my life. Because, you know, the more time you spend in a place, the more it becomes your home. This is normal. This is what happens. And aside from the score of people I interview and follow for the storytelling on migrants of the Mediterranean, I also have friends. I have colleagues. I have started to develop a real community of natives and expats there alike who are dedicated to migration advocacy. And I have a relationship, a relationship. But my citizenship is here in the US. So where's home? So this distance can be a crush, and it's a crush sometimes really in a heavy way. But, and, and this is emotionally for the obvious personal reasons and logistically for ones that do require me to be uh, in, there in person on the ground to meet with the people I write about face to face. There is a texture that's lost in long distance communication like this. Um, and you know, on these hard days, the gap between those worlds basically feels impossible to close up. So, you know, how do you press pause on these things? And how do I find a way to reach the place that I now consider home when I'm away? Uh, And I don't have any answers for this, except to just say that this remains an exercise in patience, (laughs) a different kind. So we go day by day and there's uncertainty. We go through day by day with uncertainty, uncertainty that this visa uh, will be processed positively. I just can't say it, I don't know. We'll know in a few weeks, though. Um, Uncertainty about the next time I will see the people I write about whose stories are time sensitive and about the time 
the next time I'll see the people who I count among the closest to me in my life. There's uncertainty, in short, about when I'll go home. Now, so let's just hang on to this, though. Patience. We're talking about patience here. So my guest in this episode today is fabulous. He is fabulous. Yes, and also his actual name is fabulous. He's every bit as his name says. He actually changed his name and introduces himself now as Fabuloso, which is the Italian word for fabulous. He did this after he arrived in Italy. And this tells you a lot about him already. Um, a guy who made a pointed move to adjust elements of his identity to make it easier for the native people around him to connect with him. But making that adjustment just enough that it was not a blank assimilation, right? His name is still there. It's still his name. It's just altered in this way that lets people more easily in. He can just be a bit more approachable with that. Um, this is smart um, because, you know, it's important to remember when he arrived in his small town, which is outside of Napoli, outside of Naples, Italy, uh, it's just a tiny village and everybody there is white and they don't see black people. Um, this is something that's very foreign for them in this town. Um, and when he arrived, um, you know, unannounced, the townspeople also didn't get any notification that here are the people who are going to be with you now, please meet them. You know, nothing like this happened. Um, you know, strangers ostensibly just showed up. And what unfortunately happened um, with Fabulous and, and his housemates there, where people would point and um, they would point and stare for, you know, the color of his skin. Um, and uh, you know, and there's no excuse for something like this, but what I find interesting uh, in talking to Fabulous is that you can really see the wisdom in his thinking, especially with that name change or that name alteration. To have this kind of wisdom requires patience, of course, too, that the world around you is not going to be immediately in sync with your expectations. Um, you know, he did understand the reality on the ground there, that the people there were from a different place, who looked different, who spoke a different language. He understood the reality there on the ground, but still insisted on his dignity. Um, this brings me to another quick note on language in this conversation, which is, you know, aside from the usual discrepancies we have that come up between my American accent and his Nigerian one, you'll hear we phrase things differently sometimes, but in this particular conversation, it's, it's pretty smooth. Um, and again, use these conversations as much for the content of his story, of what he's telling you about the reality of his life on the ground there right now, um, as, as much as you would as use it, this as an exercise in learning to hear someone who's different from you. You know, we just have to repeat things sometimes, and we have to find ways to, uh, to stay with the conversation so you can find the connection. It's important. Um, but Fabulous also speaks about language difference, differences he has, even among other West Africans. So, and, I, and this is so great to point out, too, because this is a call out that the people who arrived there in Italy, uh, you know, for people who are Italian on the ground there, uh, to remember that the people who arrived there from Africa are not monolithic. You know, this is a diverse group. Um, remember, the people there now are from Bangladesh, Pakistan, to Syria, um, from, you know, to East African countries like Sudan and Eritrea, and then all the way to the West African countries like Nigeria and Gambia and Senegal, et cetera, et cetera. No monolith there. So our conversation starts with Fabulous telling this anecdote about the word boy, because in, in Gambian, Gambians will use this word boy, and they'll say, hey, boy, the way an American might say dude or bro, 
hey bro, what's up? Dude, what's up? That kind of thing. So Gambians will use this phrase um, in their normal colloquial conversation. But of course, as an American hearing this word, we know this is a diminishing racial slur. And I believe it's much the same for Fabulous and other Nigerians because he had this argument with some of the Gambians to say, hey, no, man, don't call me that. I don't want to be called this. Here's why. And he found difficulty in finding that agreement. Um, so this is important to note, too. Um, you know, everybody there is so different, even though they may look the same for people who are native there on the ground. Um, Another story Fabulous tells is about that I, and this is such a great one too, that gives you some real insight into the nitty gritty details of what it's like to live in Italy in those first days after rescue, is about laundry day. Uh, because when you first arrive, you'll be given, a lot of people will get this like standard issue tracksuit, and it's, you know, just like a zipper uh, top and, and sweatpant bottoms, navy blue, white stripes down the side. And this might be the only outfit that you have for a month or longer. And so the question then is, well, what do you do on laundry day when you're home and you have to wash the clothes you're wearing right now on your body if you haven't got a change? So, <laughs> so he tells the story about how he had to actually go to bed and put his bed sheet, wrap himself in his bed sheet um, while waiting for his clothes to wash and air dry. During this time, it was also winter, so he was wearing still the only shoes that he had, which were rubber flip-flops, open toes. And so I think about this and how he pushed through this ultimate stage of discomfort after enduring what he did in Libya in that sea crossing, this greatest of human traumas, um, and how he's continuing on now, um, still with uncertainty about his documentation and if he'll be allowed to stay in Italy and if he'll find work or find work that pays him what he's worth. Um, and I think about this and from his story, you know, I learned patience. Uh, my current period of waiting and uncertainty about my visa and finding a home really just paling in comparison to this. So let our conversation here that took place in Napoli in Naples, Italy in April 2019, just a few months ago, be a reminder and patience for you too. You're gonna hear the city around us. Be patient. It's actually it's actually great. Um, you, you really hear the grid of the city here. It's nice. I mean, Napoli's awesome like this. Um, I have no dedicated recording space when I go to do these conversations in the city, so I'll just duck into a stone piazza or a park, whatever's available that's most quiet, and um, do the interview there. So you hear airplanes roaring overhead, scooters buzzing by. There's a passerby who says, buongiorno. It's really sweet, actually, and this is something that I don't think you might get in, in a city that's different from Napoli. Napoli being just this friendly, uh, love-filled place, actually, amidst the chaos. There's real love there, and so you have this passerby who says, buongiorno. Um, I'm not sure that's something you'd get somewhere in the north, for example. So enjoy Naples, Italy, and me, and fabulous in conversation, in the name of gratitude and patience. Here we go. Whenever I'm with my, whenever I'm with my, my Nigerian friends, mm -hmm. I was speaking this uh, pidgin English. Yeah. He, he's like, what are you saying? <laughs> I, I, and I, I'm like, you have to learn this language. It's, it's cool. You, he said, yeah, I love the accent, but I can't understand it. <laughs> and have you started saying, have you started using the Gambian? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. 
So no, there's no boy for you. No, no, I, I don't, Never. I don't, don't call me. I don't like that. I don't like. I don't, don't call me boy. I want your boy. <laughs> what did the Gambians say when you say that? They said no. They, they, they will still want to use it. They say they'll be like, oh boy, no. I said no, stop. <laughs> Yeah, they want to explain why they want to call, why they use the word boy, because I, I, they said he's like brother. I said, okay, I like would prefer, dude. Yeah, yeah, dude, dude yeah. what's up, Yeah, dude. guy, yeah, dude. Bro. Yeah, yeah bro, something like that. And I'm like, okay, fine, I understand, <laughs> but don't use it. You can call me some like, like, Let's agree on a, a new guy. term. Mm. In a very, in a very decent, decent term, not uh, boy, boy, boy. Oh, don't call me boy, man. <laughs> I don't like that <laughs> one. Yeah. So, tell me, um, Tell me now that it's been about two and a half years Inkly. that you're here. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> what's different in your reality from how you perceived it would be when you arrived to yeah. now? What did you think would be okay of you when you arrived? Uh, actually, when I left home, like, uh, I would say I had a dream of being a footballer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but when I came, Lots of footballers. Lots yeah. of people want to be footballers. Yeah. 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 No, that was my dream anyway. So I want to be a footballer and I I really want to do that. Who's your team? Huh. As I now, I love, yeah. I love Real Madrid. Oh, Real Madrid. Real Madrid, yeah. Love Real Madrid. Hey, uh, Boy, I love Cristiano Ronaldo, so <laughs> now he's in. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, now he's Someone in. Likes Christian Ronaldo. Yeah. <laughs> I love him so much. I love his football. I love his passion. I love, yeah, I love him. So right now he's in Juventus, so I, I prefer Juventus right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that was that was the dream anyway, but the reality right now is kind of different. Yeah, kind of different. But I think I, I came here to get a better life. Get a better life. And a little bit, because I came from a very humble background, so a little bit uh, help, my, help my home, help my family. But since I came, things have been different from the way I saw it. The perspective view of how I see it then was, I, like, I would say, I was wrong. <laughs> really? Because yeah. it shifted a lot. Yeah, yeah I was wrong. I was wrong. The way I saw it, it was, it's no longer, it's longer like, like that anyway. So right now, things have been difficult. So, yeah. And uh, what did you have when you came here two and a half years ago? Did you have like an idea of like, what would happen when you arrived? That you would, where you would go, what you would do, you know, yeah. what you would look like. Yeah. What uh, describe that? When I was coming, I felt when I come at first, two, two to three months, I'll be good. Yeah, like like really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That and you was. You thought you were gonna go to Germany? Yeah, I was gonna go to Germany. Yeah, yeah. Because Germany rescued you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had I had that I had that. Uh, how would I say? I used to say I was going to go to Germany when I was coming from home. Yeah, go to Germany and join a football team from there. Maybe, yeah. And how did you before you left home in Nigeria? Where, how did you get the idea about Germany? What? How did like, that come to you to think? Oh, yeah. that will be the place I go to. Yeah, uh, I I watched I watched the football. Football. Yeah, the football team. Yeah, like during the World Cup, during the. Uh, La Liga, like the Bayern Munich, yeah, mm -hmm. I watched the football uh, and I fell in love with the way the pattern of the football, okay. yeah, and I watched, I've, listened, I've read so many, so many stories about Germany and, yeah, 
I love it. I, lo I love Jamie. Legend. Do you think there's people still in Nigeria who have like a similar idea? Yeah. What would you say to those people <laughs> who want to come to Europe and maybe they end up in Italy like you did? Uh, meanwhile, uh, I would want to discourage them. You do want to discourage them. I wouldn't want to discourage them uh, because my grandma used to say these fingers are in the same. Like these are longer than this, just like that. So. What that means is, I might have been here for the past two, three years now. Somebody might come today and his life will turn around. You get what I'm saying? He, he or she might may have the same perspective like I, like I do. Like he want to play football like I, like I want to do. He might come two, three months, he goes sign up in club. It's like that. It's like For that. some people, but not everybody. Right? Not everybody, yeah. yeah. So I wouldn't want to discourage them. You don't want to discourage anybody from yeah. coming, but... Yeah. But not... I would want. To, I would not want to advise anybody... You would not advise anybody to, to come either. To come... No, not to come. To come through the... To come the way that the you way came. I, the way I came, yeah. Okay, clear. The way I came. So coming to Europe is not the problem. No. It's the way you come the to Europe. Came, That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. I, I would advise... You want to come to seek visa. Come during... Uh, through the legal way, mm -hmm. yeah, that would be better. They will respect them more, more like that. Mm -hmm. I believe it was because uh, I, I I came through the illegal way. Mm -hmm. That's why the disrespect and um, like that. Yeah. Talk to me about um, just normal daily life for you now. You wake up. You live in a small town outside yeah. of Napoli. Yeah. In a house with how many people? In a house about forty something people. Forty something yeah, people. Yeah. Is it forty six, forty eight, right? Mostly Mal Malians, Nigerians. Nigerians, Malians, Senegals. Uh, what was it called? Ghanians. Ghanians. Yeah. And I like. Gambias. Yeah. How's, how's that? What's the mood in the house? How's everybody feeling? Are they feeling optimistic? Are they feeling positive about their future? I don't really know about their feelings. I don't know about myself. Well, you know yourself. Yeah. What is your feeling then? My feeling is, uh, <laughs> it's frustrating anyway, but I got hope. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Tell me about the frustration. What are, what's like the little things that you don't have or that you can't do that kind of make you crazy? Like, I can't express myself very well in, in language. Sex. So the language is still hard yeah, to yeah, communicate in. Yeah, communication, and. There's, there's so many things I, I really, I should have right now. Like what? Like I have said that earlier, I should be playing in one of these great clubs you get. Football? Football, yeah. yeah. My dream is kind of jeopardizing. I don't know if you get what I'm trying to say. It's jeopardizing right now and a lot of, a lot of things, a lot of things. So you kind of feel like there's, you're just waiting and all this waiting is time lost? I, I think so. I think so. I think so. So sometimes when I see uh, when I see, when I look back home, I see some of my guys back home who are doing great right now. Before they weren't doing great, I was even doing better than them then, and now they're doing great, doing much, yeah, pretty much better. Uh, I feel I've wasted a, a lot of time, a lot of time wasted. Yeah, I feel I wasted a lot of time. Yeah. I feel. Sometimes I I want to regret why I left home. You do regret it sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. But my mom would just tell me there's no regret in life. Yeah, yeah. 
life is always uh, a lesson you learn every day despite the challenges the situation it depends it's a lesson it will it, it will pass by it will pass it's, it's not going to be forever it's and temporary so, and so what is the lesson for you right now then my lesson right now is uh, I've learned to be, to be patient. Be patient? Yeah. Incredible virtue. Yeah, I learned to be patient. Yeah, but I, when I, when I was, when I, when I left home, I, I wasn't having this, I was, I wasn't thinking I would, I would be able to be patient like this, like stay like this for this past few, few, few years. Without nothing, is no, uh, no. I would, I would want to try it. You never would have thought that no, you would have been in this no, position no, for no, years. No, 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 no. Yeah. Tell me the story about uh, when you first arrived um, after your rescue and yeah. you only had the clothes on your back. Yeah. Uh, when we came, nearly the rescue, the rescue team, they gave us uh, this track suit. Yeah, the track suit. Uh, I think I have a photo of it. Were anyway. they the navy blue ones? Yeah. With the stripes? Yeah, inside? yeah, yeah. The classic. Yeah. Uh, so and you had rubber flip-flops exactly oh, no. exactly so we were named for and it was what month of the year sorry what month was it it was november november 24th we came so we were named teen i guess teen i guess may sorry april yeah april so about april. four four to six months yeah you were wearing the tracksuit. Yeah, just like that. And rubber flip-flops. Yeah, always. Just like every day. Every day. You went through the winter wearing... Exactly. Exposed toes. Yeah. Shoes. Yeah. And we, we don't we don't normally go out. We're indoor, always. We're very cool anyway. Yeah. We're indoor and... And how did you how did you wash your clothes? Tell me the story about uh, washing. When What's the wash day look like in the house? Everyone's <laughs> crazy. Got it's one crazy. It's crazy. Like... Whenever, whenever we want to wash our clothes, we'll, after washing them, uh, you just have to go into the blankets. So you wrap, go back wrap, in the bed and you wrap yeah, them wrap, Yeah, on the bed, yeah. Just like that. Just like that. And, and, and thank God for some Italians. Yeah, I told you, like, some of, some of them were, were scared of us. They want to they meet with us and all that. So, they did. so when you first arrived in your town outside of Naples, yeah. People didn't speak to you. They didn't yeah, no, no. I, I guess they were scared. Yeah, so they didn't want to mingle with us. It was crazy anyway. It was a crazy experience. Like we can't. Meanwhile, we don't even understand the language, so we can't even say hi. So you can't even say hi anyway. No. Say, so yeah. So it was. Everybody, everybody, we were, I was on my own. They were on their own, just like that. Yeah. So and some of them, some of them liked us. They liked us. They want to talk to us, but how can how could they do that? Right, it was right. crazy. You yeah, can so. almost understand the ex their fear in a way. Yeah, in, yeah. In that sense, like yeah. If, if you can't speak their language, if they can't speak yours, yeah. You're just, and they've never seen anybody like. Yeah. It was, were it was you crazy. the only black people in the city? Yeah, and even in my city, we were the only black people, but do you know ten of us uh -huh. were just the blacks they have in the city. So the and. It was kind of terrible. The like whenever we move on the streets, I remember back then. Whenever we go on the street, like when we go to, church, to, the, to the Catholic church, and they like, come, come. They, they call their friends like, come, come, come see black guy, something like that. So they would like stop and point to you. Yeah, yeah. Did you see that black guy over there? Something like that. 
What did we, you feel like in that moment? Yeah, it, it's normal, like because we knew whenever you you, you yeah understand the situation. Were you ever angry or sad? Or no, no, I was angry about that. Angry, angry well, about I think that that's that's really big of you, actually. Yeah. I think it shows yeah. a bit of wisdom that you can understand why that might occur. Yeah. Not that it's yeah. necessarily yeah. okay or ideal or something that should continue. Uh, I, I, we got used to it because uh, we do watch movies, mm -hmm. but then we know how it is. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Oh, that's how you were learning the language? Was watching movies? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not actually, because we watch movies. Oh, wait, 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 I misunderstood that. So wait, what movies were you talking about? Uh, like when I, when I was in Nigeria, ah, we do watch movies, okay. so we know how it is. Like when you, when you first go to somewhere you haven't been before, okay. the, the reaction of the people and all that, and the way they would want to react to you, interaction and all that. So yeah, so I know about that. So it was it was normal. It wasn't a challenge anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't a challenge. Now, just, so now you have gone to your permission hearing got a negative yeah and you're appealing yeah and we're just now you're just waiting for that appeal so um so you'll have to keep me posted on that okay <laughs> yeah oh always 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 <laughs> <laughs> i wish you luck amen amen and in the meantime you're still in your housing we're in we're in napoli now but that's not where you live yeah that's yeah, I live in Benevento anyway. Okay. <laughs> Benevento. Okay. It's far from me. It is, yeah. How long is it on the train? On the train? From my place? Yeah. Uh, I told you I have to go get a bus before I get a train. So, from, from my place, if I get a bus from my place to, to the train station, to where I, get, I could get a train, it's on that city, that's Mandalorian, that's the only city. To get there, uh, taking 30 minutes. 30 minutes on the bus. Yeah. So you yeah, get to the train. Yeah, from the train, another 30 minutes. That's another 30 minutes. That's one hour. And how frequently does the bus come? Like, how will I say? It comes seven in the morning. It comes nine. It comes twelve. So no, no, not twelve. One thirty. Uh -huh. Then four. So bus two in the morning. Two in the afternoon. Yeah, basta. Basta. That was it. <laughs> that was it. So it's a bit. If I if, if I'm late, even if I come to Naples Naples by four, I I will miss the train. I will miss the bus to yeah. go back home. So I, I don't come to Naples with the four thirty bu uh, yeah. bus. Because you can't. Yeah, you I can't. Yeah. Return trip. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And when you're there, do you have everything you need? In my in my housing. Yeah. Everything I need? Yeah. No, not yet. What are you missing? If I had anything I need, I, I wouldn't been, would been there. <laughs> I wouldn't be there anymore. Yeah. I, what I want is, I, I want my document, that's it. You want your documents, okay. Aside from your documents, which you're in the process of doing, by the way. Yeah. You're doing it. Yeah. So be proud of yourself for yeah. going step by step. Yeah, yeah. You're taking all of the steps. You've yeah. got your lawyer, yeah. right? right? Aside from that, you still have to live while you're waiting. You still have to live your daily life. So, what are the things day to day that are still difficult for you, and the things that you I think need? I think right now a job. Job. Yeah. And you left your job recently because yeah. because of there was no contract. There was no contract. It was it was risky anyway because I remember most of the time then when I was working when I was working there, if the control comes like the police will comes. Mm -hmm. To, to invest to, to vigilance the police yeah. they like the, the our boss like 
Oh, guys, go hide yourself. Yeah. Are you really? I'm telling you. We, yeah. So, <laughs> so. We, like about four of us, yeah, we were four blacks that were wearing, they were, that were without contracts. Yeah, we say, guys, go hide yourself. We go back, back, the, back the company and hide ourselves for about until the, the, the control left, leaves. Maybe like 30 minutes. Yeah, there about. You had to go into hiding when the police came yeah, to check for documents. Yeah, yeah. We go, we, 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 we take our bicycles. And non, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes we, uh, we had to take our bicycle, jump through the fence of the building. Because sometimes when, when they come, they will stay long. So our boss would call like, oh, you guys got to go, go home, take a bicycle and go home. Uh, we can't, we, it, is, it is impossible for us to go through the, through the gates. Yeah, because they're there. So we take our bicycle through the, the fence at the back. And Do you it. get paid for that day? No, it's maybe if the police comes uh, before before one, we pay the update. If if they come before five, yeah, yeah. And you were saying too that and this was at a, a lumber yard where you were working, like a lumber processing yeah, yeah, plant. Yeah. And you said you got uh, paid. Was it thirty? Thirty euros. euros yeah. Thirty euros a day, and how many hours? Of work Eleven hours. Eleven hours. Yeah. And if they hired an Italian to do that same job, was the they pay them? They pay them? They pay them? Buongiorno. 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 If they hire an Italian one, they pay them five euros a day. Five, sorry, five euros, five euros per hour. Per hour. Yeah. So it's quite a difference. Yeah, per hour. So it was like that. And you, when you, when you left work, though, you, uh, you understood that they were. What was the deal with that? They were, um, they knew that they, you that you were not going to ask for more money, or did you ask for more money? I asked before I left the job. I asked for more money, and I have always been asking for that. And how asking do you for money, that asking for sorry. How do you negotiate that? With I told them I, I will be paid five euros a day, five euros per hour, mm -hmm. just like my colleagues are, are receiving. And they're like, okay, we'll work on that. We're still watching you. I know you, we know you're good. Say bravo, something like that. Okay. Yeah, okay. I know they were just saying on that just to keep me there. Okay. You get, it? you get. It. Oh, so they were just telling you, all right, well, yeah. maybe we will. Yeah. But they didn't. They didn't. Then. Yeah. So, but earlier on, I, I stopped. I didn't go anymore. And my boss was like, Pablo, why, why are you coming anymore? I, I was like. I could come because you refused to, to give me contracts, the same contract, you refused to, to, to hide my, my pace. And to be clear, uh, to secure your documentation with Italy, it helps to have that contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very, very necessary. But it's even, it, it helps during commissions. Yeah, it, I believe if I had, if I had, had contracts work, if I went to commission, I would have my document. You have a positive. Yeah. I have, I have, uh, the, the other guy I was talking, telling you about from Nigeria that has his documents right now. I, I introduced him to the work. But he's, he, the company is, uh, how would I say, it's a meshed, meshed company okay. together. Okay. But different boss. All right. So when they needed, when they needed somebody, the, the boss told me he needed somebody if I can. I said, okay, I, brought, I, I took the guy there to the boss. To, they signed him contract. 
Okay, so there's like a there's like this company is kind of two yeah. that operate. Yeah, the opposite guy, yeah. And you introduce a friend yeah. to the other one. Yeah. He got a contract. Yeah, you got a contract. You don't have a contract. I got a contract. And, and you're like, what's up? Yeah, you get you got a contract and you had this document right now. Yeah. Wow. Had this document. So so I just want to make sure that's clear because it's um, for people who are listening because you know it, because employers here know that you need that contract, yeah. correct? They know, they know. Uh, so work, working, sorry, yeah. working without contract is illegal. Yeah. You get it? Yes. It's illegal, yeah. It's true. The, the, the police might stop you on the way and like, are you working? Like, can, can we have your document? Should it, should it your them like this? So this is most, uh, so you know, should them. They will control it and see, find out that you ain't working. Mm-hmm. And you've been here for how many long? For about three years, two years now. You're not working. What are you doing? You're not schooling. You're not working. So what are you doing here? Why right. are you here? You get is you, you, you can't even explain yourself. You <laughs> well, and, and what a situation to be in. You don't have documentation, you're, which means that you you can't work. Yeah. Which means that you don't have a contract. Yeah. And also you can't go to school. Yeah. And then the question comes back to you when you go to your commission hearing is, yeah. you're not you're not working. You're not going to school. Yeah. How can we legitimately take you on as somebody we yeah. documents? Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of like yeah, you have yeah. to have the things that yeah. they're withholding yeah. in order to have the thing. Yeah, I, I, you said that really roundabout way, but you, you feel me. Yeah, yeah, that, that, <laughs> no, that's, that's how it is. Even when, even my commission day, when I was there, the after the old interviews, no, sorry, before the before the interview, mm-hmm. the guy that was interviewing me asked something like that, like, "Are you working?" I'm like. I was confused anyway because I'm like I'm working, but right. were, <laughs> yeah. you, were you afraid like if you said yes, that they'd be like, "Oh, you're working without a contract." Something like that. Illegal. Yeah, it's you want to be above board and yeah. honest. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but later I told I told him anyway. I, I was like, "Yeah, I'm working," but he said, "Why? Why? Why the board?" I said, "Like, there's no contract." He said, well, "How can you be working without a contract? Who does that?" You get. So I was like, "I'm sorry about that, but I, there's nothing I could do. Yeah. I have to work." I needed the job, so I had to work. He said, okay, why, why, why did you refuse to give me a contract? So I tell them, uh, they told me, they still wait, they wait, they're looking at it, they're still watching me, they still try to see if I'm good enough for them, stuff like that. Right, right, right. They're just like, you're like an apprentice almost mm, at that point. Yeah, stuff okay, like that. Okay. Stuff like that. All right, so just to wrap up, I want to ask you, what is your feeling right now uh, going forward? Do you, you I know you, you said that Patience is the thing that you've learned yeah. as your lesson. Uh, being here and going through this extraordinary slow process of the language and the culture and trying to find work and your documentation in this. With that patience in mind, what have you foresee yourself going forward? I think things to work out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, why I think so is sorry. When I, why I think so is when I came newly. Since we're in the way it is now, it was a little bit, little bit worst, a little bit bad. Yeah, but now it's getting better. It is. Yeah, so I feel it's already going to be better and better and better. And I just want to say, you're walking down the street here on Piazza Garibaldi. Yeah. High fiving people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like this. Yeah. This is a sign of, of finding home. Yeah. I think. It's like getting better. It's getting, yeah, I think so. It's getting better. Fabulous. Thanks the, for 
No, what were you saying? No, day by day. <laughs> no, no, day, day by day. day. Yeah. I agree. Totally. Yeah. Bit by bit, day by day. Yeah. I say this to myself and to all the time. Yeah. It's the same for everyone, actually, yeah. in that way. Yeah. We all have to do it day by day. Uh, and I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I might not be where I want to be. Right now, I'm grateful for where I am. So to where you are right now. Yeah. I'm grateful. And you know, because this is the strong place. It's a step, yeah. yeah. I'm grateful. Uh, never, awesome. never to give up. Um, that's awesome. Never to give up. Fabulous, thanks for talking to me. It's cool. You're welcome. We'll talk again uh, uh, when I'm back in Napoli next. Okay. <laughs> It'll be great. <laughs> Anything else you want to say? Uh, not actually. <laughs> no? No. All right, then. All right. I want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for listening to Open Encounters from Migrants of the Mediterranean. You can follow Migrants of the Mediterranean on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you like Open Encounters, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review. Open Encounters is produced, written, and edited by me, Pamela Kirpius. Editorial and outreach by Nick O'Connell. Music by Giovanni Escalera. To read every story and to donate to humanitarian storytelling, go to migrantsofthemed.com. That's migrantsofthemed.com.